Hey everyone, Craig Baird here. Before I begin today's story, I want to take a moment and ask that you check me out on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash CanadaEHX. There are several tiers with great benefits, from ad-free content to t-shirts and other cool stuff. And I have plenty of wonderful merch in my store, and the link is in my show notes. As well, if you're a fan of Canadian history, make sure you check out all of my shows, from John to Justin, Canadian History X, Canada, A Yearly Journey, and Pucks and Cups, along with Canada's Great War. And don't forget, you can also donate directly to the show at www.canadaehx.com. Just click Donate. It helps keep this show going. Okay, on with the show. I'm Craig Baird, and this is From John to Justin. We're beginning our look at the premiers of Manitoba, and we're starting with Alfred Boyd, who is considered the first premier of Manitoba, even though he was not recognized as such at the time of his appointment. Also, this episode is a bit shorter because, really, there's not a lot of information about this man, but I did what I could. Born in England on September 20th, 1835, his origins prior to arriving in Canada are quite obscure. It's known that he arrived in Rupert's Land as early as 1858, where he became a trader and merchant in the Red River Colony. On July 9th, 1858, a diary at Fort Elise states, Mr. Boyd arrived here from Red River. When he arrived in Canada, he was described as a British sportsman, but he soon became very successful at trading. He quickly began to assume a lot of wealth, but prior to 1870 he had little involvement in public life. He was involved heavily in fur trading, and in a letter dated December 9, 1869, he said to his brother he was concerned that if the indigenous were not able to trap furs during the growing troubles in the area, remember it was the Red River resistance, he would be ruined. At the time, he owed thousands of dollars to his brother and a London forwarding firm. To pay those debts, he had his brother sell his properties in England and divide them among the creditors. His store was called Redwood by the locals, due to the color it was painted, and Boyd made enough that he was able to buy an estate from William Inkster. In January 1870, he was appointed to the Convention of Forty, which was the parliament created by Louis Riel for his provisional government. On January 25th, he helped draft the constitution for the government. His role in the committee was mostly because he had been the earliest registered landowner in the district. And while he was part of the committee, he and Louis Riel did not get along. Boyd voted against Riel being leader, and he wanted Manitoba to be a territory, not a province. Riel would say later of him, one of the most decided against us. After the Red River resistance ended and Manitoba joined Confederation, Lieutenant Governor Adams George Archibald named Boyd as the provincial secretary. Archibald said, A man of fair abilities, of considerable means, and very popular among the English half-breeds. Due to Boyd's acceptance among the French population and English population, it made him a natural choice. He was also friendly with the Métis of the new province as well. On December 27, 1870, Boyd was elected to the Manitoba legislature, winning 58 votes to 28 votes. In January 1871, Boyd was made the Minister of Public Works and Minister of Agriculture by Lieutenant Governor Archibald. At the time, Boyd was not referred to as Premier, and Archibald was the man calling the shots in the new province. Archibald often made decisions for the province on his own, without consulting anyone. Nonetheless, today Boyd is seen as the first Premier of Manitoba, so I'm referring to him as such. The government at the time was not the government of today, with parties. 
Instead, it was a coalition administration. The lieutenant governor essentially conducted the affairs of the province at this time on instructions from Ottawa, which were handed to his ministers. Apparently, Boyd was also a skilled cartoonist and was described by J.H. O'Donnell stating, drew many laughable sketches of members of the house that were grotesquely funny. In office, Boyd had several problems with constituents. They felt he didn't do enough to deal with the Ontario immigrants flooding into the province. He was also slow to build bridges and jails, and he was criticized by his constituents for supporting public work construction in St. Boniface, now known as Winnipeg. He was also criticized by his enemies over allegations he submitted a claim for $56,000 for the damages during the Red River resistance, despite his losses being a fraction of that. In the end, he was awarded $2,500 for guns seized by Rial and others. Eventually, the criticism became too much, and Boyd resigned on December 9th, 1871. As he resigned, he called for more English mixed-blood representation in the cabinet. The Weekly Manitoban said he was calm, shrewd, always cool, and moderate in his views. In 1872, Boyd was appointed to the temporary Northwest Council, remaining with it until it dissolved in 1875. In 1873, he helped found the British Board of Trade. From March to October 1873, he was the first Minister of Education for Manitoba before he once again resigned again. In 1874, he chose not to seek re-election. Now, there are a few mentions of Boyd throughout the coming years. In May 1877, Le Métis stated that he was going to England for a brief trip. In May of 1887, it was mentioned that he was interested in real estate in Manitoba, and it arrived in Winnipeg. In 1889, Boyd moved to England, where he had several properties, and he died on August 16, 1908. The streets of Alfred, Boyd, and Redwood are named for him in Winnipeg. I hope you enjoyed that episode and our look at Alfred Boyd. Information from Canadian Encyclopedia Biography, The Streets of Winnipeg, Wikipedia, Manitoba Free Press, Le Métis, Kingston Week Standard, and the Sioux Star. If this is your first time listening and you like what you heard, please take a moment and give us a five-star review to help other people find these amazing stories. And there are so many you can sink your teeth into. We also love hearing from you, so if you have a show topic you want me to cover, email me at craig at canadaehx.com, or stop by my website and social media. I'll include all of those links in the show notes.